When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. I am not Mike Greenberg. I am Amber Wilson. He is also not Mike Greenberg. He is Harry Douglas. We are hanging out with you, taking you up until noon Eastern. And Harry, there is a lot to unpack on today's show. Major League Baseball. Doesn't seem like we're any closer to baseball than we were yesterday or the day before. We will definitely get into that today. Also, plenty to unpack in the world of the NFL with Kyler Murray and even the Lakers. The wheels are coming off even further. I wasn't sure that that was possible. But, Harry, let's start with Major League Baseball. And ESPN Radio, of course, is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. And now we are seeing games being canceled. It is another day here without communication now. That is a huge change because, of course, the two sides, the MLB and the MLBPA, sat down for many days in Jupiter, Florida. They were not able to reach an agreement on a new CBA. That CBA had expired back in December, so now they have announced there will be no opening day. Rob Manfred announced Yesterday that the sport is going to scrap regular season games over the labor dispute. That's the first time in 27 years after the lockout talks have collapsed. So, Harry, I mean, I think that we all thought that this is the direction things were going to go. I was a little optimistic when the two sides were actually talking, and now we're seeing games being canceled. Amber, it is a sad day. Well, this is sad day number two for baseball fans. And it's so hard to say goodbye to baseball. Amber, I'm sad because I'm a big baseball fan. But this all comes down to a few things. The competitive balance tax, the pre-arbitration bonus pool, and talking about the minimums. And this is what was on the table yesterday that was brought to the players, right? Uh, When it came to the competitive balance tax, $220 $220 million, $220 million, $220 million, $224 million, $230 million. The players wanted $238 million, $244 million, $250 million, $256, and $263. Now, the owners wanted a $5 million increase in the uh, pre-arbitration bonus pool, $25 million to $30 million. Uh, the players wanted $85 million with a $5 million uh, increase. That's what the players wanted. Now, the increase in minimum, the owners wanted $675,000. Um, that went from that to 700000 moving up 10K per year. The players wanted 725000 going up 20K per year. Now, this is crazy to me because it took so long to even get to this point, Amber. Like, we, time is everything. And my high school teacher, Miss Mary Kaiser, I'll never forget it. She's telling me, boy, my time is precious. Do not waste it. There was so much time wasted in between them talking to the point to where why they're trying to squeeze everything in at the last minute, right? I'm not a last-minute person, Amber. I don't like doing things at the last minute. I don't like to feel rushed. I like to take my time. I like to prepare, and I like to go and do what I got to do. 
I don't like rushing things, cramming things in. That's basically what just happened when it came to these negotiations. Now opening day is canceled. Um, I honestly believe like the last, the last CBA that was agreed upon was atrocious for players. So I understand the stance that they're taking right now for their futures and the future of baseball. Now, the only thing in this that I do feel like, I feel like the owners are being greedy. I was also taught, Amber, you can't rob Peter and pay Paul. That's what the owners are trying to do. So I, I stand with the players, and I, and, I, and, I, and I salute them for standing up for what's right. The owners, and we all know, across sports have this thing called greed. And my great-grandmama taught me about greed, Amber. It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing at all. Well, I guess in fairness, both sides want more money, right? And they both yeah. want movement in their positions. And we did see some of that during the talks in Jupiter, more from the players, it seemed like, than the owners were willing to budge. Now we're seeing regular season games be canceled. It's the ninth worst work stoppage in Major League Baseball history, the fifth time the regular season games have been canceled. Tony Clark, the uh, players' union representative, he wants to make it very, very clear that's on Major League Baseball. They're the ones canceling the games, not the players. The reason we're not playing is simple. A lockout is the ultimate economic weapon. Let me repeat that. A lockout is the ultimate economic weapon. In a $10 billion industry, the owners have made a conscious decision to use this weapon against the greatest asset they have, the players. But the group won't be intimidated. I've seen more unity over the last few years than at any time in our recent history. Our guys care deeply about the game, care deeply about the fans, and care deeply about our player fraternity. And they are focused on improving the rights and benefits for today's generation of player and for the generations to come. Needless to say, we remain committed to the bargaining process and getting back on the field as soon as possible. So the PA is saying it's MLB that's canceling games. And in fact, when we had that Monday deadline, Harry, the players had come out and said, it's kind of a deadline, but it's not really a deadline. Like That's Major League Baseball's deadline. Even if we don't get it done by Monday, this past Monday, we can still make it up with double headers. There's ways to make up these games. Now we're at a point today on Wednesday where Major League Baseball is saying, no, we're not even going to try to make up these games. Obviously a tactic because they're also mm-hmm. letting you know you ain't going to be paid for those games that are missed. Here's Rob Manfred, of course, Major League Baseball commissioner, talking about now the cancellation of opening day. I had hoped against hope that I would not have to have this particular press conference um, in which I am going to cancel some regular season games. We worked hard to avoid an outcome that's bad for our fans, bad for our players, and bad for our clubs. I want to assure our fans that our failure to reach an agreement was not due to a lack of effort by either party. The players came here for nine days. They worked hard. They tried to make a deal. And I appreciate their effort. Our committee of club representatives committed to the process. They offered compromise after compromise and hung in past the deadline to make sure that we exhausted every possibility of reaching an agreement before the cancellation of games. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And Harry, the truth here is that if both sides wanted a deal to be done so that opening day would be happening for the fans, 
a deal would have been done. Yes. Yes, that's the sad part. And the people who had who are hurt the most, I think, are employees who work at those stadiums who now can't count on that income for their families. And then the fans. The fans are very, very upset right now. And it's a concern for the future of baseball because I think when you look at baseball, it already wasn't top three in the in America. Uh, I, I think football's number one. I think you go to basketball. I think soccer has leapfrogged Major League Baseball with so many young kids playing soccer. And you see uh, MLS, what they're doing right now in this country. And I think baseball is four. Now, with this lockout, which the owners put in place, right, the canceling of games, which was done by the commissioner, uh, it's not sitting right with everybody. It's not sitting right with a lot of people. I know a lot of people who are angry right now uh, with young kids who were ca- who was counting on opening day and actually taking their kids to spring training. So it's just a sad day throughout. It is a sad day indeed, and it certainly isn't going to help the popularity of baseball. I'm not a diehard baseball fan, and so I think for those of us who aren't diehard fans, like a shortened season isn't the worst thing in the world, but at some point you have to play baseball in order for people to watch baseball. That was Straight Talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your car, home, motorcycle, commercial, auto, and more. All your production in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Harry said the NFL is number one in the hearts of everyone, and so we head there next into the executive suite. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We expect to have Mike Tannenbaum joining us uh, in just a few minutes, and that will take us into a conversation, of course, about the NFL. And Harry, the Biggest story in the headlines right now is not Aaron Rodgers because there's been no movement, I don't think, in Green Bay, which, by the way, haven't I heard like 37,000 times that a decision was imminent, a decision was coming quick? I feel like I've been hearing that this man is going to make a quick decision about his future in Green Bay since last offseason, Harry. And I don't, I mean, I haven't checked out Pat McAfee today, but I don't think we have a decision yet. Well, the reason why we haven't heard anything is because Aaron Rodgers has this fetish with stringing people along. We all know the ladies that love football. Women do not love when men string them along for no particular reason. So, Aaron Rodgers, if you're listening, we need a decision. 
not just us, but your former teammates. But I say former because we don't know what you're going to do. Your former teammates in Green Bay, they don't know what they want to do because they don't know if they can go anywhere else. They don't know if they're going to be released. They don't know if they're going to be on the team. And they want to hit free agency before free agency start. Amber, that means a lot. I remember I got released from Atlanta. Uh, what year was that? 2015. And if I was going to be released, I, w- I would have rather them release me before free agency. And that's what they did. So I got a jump on free agency, and I was able to sign with the Tennessee Titans before free agency even started. Really. You know what I mean? I got a jump on everything. So Aaron Rodgers prolonging his decision is only hurting the other people around him. But what the hell? What does Aaron Rodgers care about other people around him? What does he care? Well, what does he care? We actually are on his time, really. And we've been on this Aaron (laughs) Rodgers talk or watch anyways for what, like over a year it feels like. So I guess what's a few more days or a few more weeks or even a few more months. Uh, (laughs) For that, let's turn to friend of the show and ESPN NFL front office insider Mike Tannenbaum. And Mike, I don't want to actually start with you with Aaron Rodgers. Shockingly enough, I'm going to take a break here, starting off the top with Aaron Rodgers talk. And we're going to move on to another quarterback stealing all the headlines right now in the NFL in Kyler Murray. Obviously, we got the statement from his agent, which essentially boils down to a contract demand. If you're the Cardinals... How do you handle where we're at publicly with the Kyler Murray situation? Yeah, great to be with you guys. Um, I, I don't like talking about things publicly, and I would certainly tell his agent that, that, hey, look, we could get a deal done. We could work really hard. We could have disagreements, but let's not do it on social media. And, you know, Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury have done a great job. He's a player that shouldn't go anywhere. But to talk about it publicly to me was was very disappointing. So, while I understand about the substance of it, I didn't uh, agree with how he handled it. Now, Mike T, I want to talk to you about a few things because Kyler Murray right now, he's demanding uh, a contract, right? But I want to bring up some other quarterbacks to your attention who got contracts um, before their fourth year, I believe. But the success that those other quarterbacks had that Kyler Murray hasn't had, and I'll start with Jared Goff in 2018. Jared Goff uh, – help take his team to the Super Bowl. Now they lost to the Patriots, but notice I said take his team to the Super Bowl. And I think he was fourth in the NFL that year in passing. Then 2019, you had Deshaun Watson. We all know about Houdini he is. That game against the Buffalo Bills, we thought he was going to be sacked. He spent out, did all kind of things, threw it behind his back. Not really, but that's what, that's what it was. That's what I thought I seen. And then he went up 24 nothing against the Kansas City Chiefs, and they should have won that game, but some questionable decisions from Bill O'Brien allowed that not to play out as, as, as such. Then in 2019, Patrick Mahomes, right? He's a guy that – I think that was the year they won the Super Bowl, 2019. So he led his team to a Super Bowl before he got his money. And then you had Josh Allen. He led the Buffalo Bills to an AFC championship game before he got his money. And last but not least, you had Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was playing at an MVP level before he got hurt, and his team won a Super Bowl. But the common denominator in all those guys is that they won, and they won playoff games. Now, granted, Carson Wentz, he got hurt. Nick Foles took over. Okay, that's one guy you can probably take out. But the other guys have been playing some big-time football and won playoff games. Kyler Murray has not done that yet. Yeah. No, it's fair. There's some cautionary tales. Like, Harry, to your point, you look at guys like Carson Wentz and Jared Goff, and they signed extensions, and it created a lot of dead money for those teams. So sometimes you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know, when I was running the Jets, we wound up extending Mark Sanchez – uh, we won four playoff games with him, went to uh, two championship games, and then things didn't work out. So 
you're making a great point. Like sometimes you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. So I imagine that Kyler Murray's agent's position is, hey, this is where the quarterback market is now. Something like, you know, $40 million for a Dak Prescott. Aaron Rodgers reportedly wants something like $50 million, right? So we've seen a huge adjustment here in terms of what quarterbacks are being paid these days. To Harry's point, Kyler Murray hasn't actually won anything significant yet. He seemed at times like a really great quarterback with a really bright future. There's some questions there in terms of leadership. He's really young, obviously. But, Mike, is this just a trend that we're seeing now? Like, is Kyler Murray just the beginning? I mean, it's one thing when Aaron Rodgers does it, but it kind of feels like a different thing to Harry's point when it's Kyler Murray doing it. Yeah, that's why it keeps Adam Schefter's of the world, you know, so busy is, you know, one story breaks after the other. And, um he just walked by here, uh, giving a shameless plug to Adam heading into the gym here. So, But uh, I would say that with Kyler Murray or the next guy, guys, they, their windows open and close. I, the thing that bothers me specifically about this situation is he's been eligible for an extension for about 10 minutes. And you look at guys like Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield, and you know th- those guys have, have you know a year further into the system than Kyler does. And again, it just bothers me the tactic that his agent used, not substantively, but to come out on social media the way he did. Yeah, it seems – Kyler Murray and his camp, they seem desperate. And, and my mindset is, hey, if you feel this way, go out there on the football field and continue to prove it. Because when I look at this team, this Arizona Cardinals team, you look at them in 2020. They started off the year 5-2, and two, but they finished 3-6. and six. You look at last year, they started 10-2. and two. And they finished one and five, including the playoffs. And the one win came against the Dallas Cowboys that everybody was questioning. So it's not like they got better. And I'll and I'll be I'll be quite quite honest with you, Mike T. If I'm counting on you as the quarterback, and I know offensive coordinator and coaches have a lot to do with it too, but if you're my quarterback, you can't allow that to happen. You have to rally those guys. But then again, that's not Kyler Murray's personality. So why would they just reach out on a limb and say, we're going to give you this money? It has to be, it has to be some wiggle room from both sides. Well, I'll tell you, like, to, to the point about leadership, guys, the one question I would ask him is, Kyler, you know, how, what do you perceive you need to do to improve your leadership? And the answer to that question to me, guys, would be very interesting and enlightening in terms of what he, how self-aware he is in terms of areas he can grow. So, uh, again, they got a great player. they got a great nucleus. But that's something I'd want to know is, you know, does he perceive that he needs to do some things to improve his leadership? Because when you're paying someone that type of money um, and they take up so much of your cap, they, they have to be a force multiplier. They have to solve problems. They have to be great in the locker room. And that would be a concern I would have about him and something that, again, I would try to extend him, but knowing that there's areas that he, he can certainly improve. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN, NFL front in office insider on Greeny here with Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas filling in for Mike Greenberg. So Tannenbaum, obviously you spent a lot of years in the NFL as an executive yourself. Are other executives around the league watching this situation between the Cardinals and Murray closely? What is their reaction do you expect? Yeah, because again, right now about 12 teams need, you know, quarterbacks. And because of that, look, if, Kyle Murray was in this year's draft, he'd be the first pick. If Kyle Murray was in next year's draft, he'd be the first pick. So there would be, you know, no shortage of suitors to be like, wow, is there an opportunity here to go grab a guy, you know, somewhat unexpectedly. So um, I, I don't expect that to happen. But if you're a team that needs a quarterback, and again, I have about 12 teams right now that need starting quarterbacks. I am closely monitoring Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, 
Kyle Murray. Again, I don't expect him to be available, but if you need a quarterback, I'm certainly looking at that. So you brought up Aaron Rodgers. Let's go ahead and jump into it, Mike. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers situation. I mean, he, he's been to- telling us numerous times, and the reports have been, we're going to get a decision quickly. And I, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess Rodgers' definition of quick might be a little bit different than my definition of quick. <laughs> it doesn't feel like we've had much movement there. Are you surprised that we haven't heard anything yet? Yeah, I'm candidly a little disappointed. You know, I think it's hurting, you know, his teammates not knowing there's a lot of non-guaranteed money out there for guys like, you know, Preston Smith and Billy Turner, Randall Cobb. And I just think it's, you know, a situation where um, he knows what he's going to do. He should let them know. So, you know, Green Bay can adjust, uh, adjust accordingly. Mike, how important is it to, if you're going to be released by the Green Bay Packers, if Aaron Rodgers comes back, they have to clear a lot more money. If you're going to be released, how important is it to be released now versus after free agency if you're some of his teammates? Yeah, it's, it's really consequential. Again, for the Billy Turners, the Preston Smiths, the Randall Cobbs of the world, you know, the combine's going on, and this is just baseball's equivalent to the winter meetings where a lot of deals are getting done. There's more money available now than there is at any other point. So it's really important that um, he lets them know. So those are players that can maximize, you know, their situation in free agency. Mike Tannebaum, ESPN NFL front office insider on with Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas filling in for Greeny. You said you were walking into the gym, Mike, so go get that workout on. We won't take up any more of your time. Yeah, there's a lot of staying almost to be eaten. So I, I got Field Yates on one side, Adam Schefter on the other. So lots of ESPN representatives here. That is a busy gym up, I guess, in, in Bristol. So uh, enjoy your workout. I won't ask you uh, what you bench these days, but our thanks go out to Mike <laughs> not, Tannenbaum. Not much. Not much. <laughs> not much. Mike right. T, please stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for joining us here on Greeny. Uh, dealing with battery, a dead battery? Head to the AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. Their free battery testing can help you know if you need a new battery or not, or if you're in need of a fresh charge. And if you do happen to need a replacement battery, they can help you with that too. They've got reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99, and they're the only place you can find proven tough Duralast batteries. So next time you're having battery trouble, Head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. So, Harry, a lot to unpack there from Mike Tannebaum. Uh, He doesn't seem to be thrilled with the way that Kyler Murray and his agent are going about things. I thought that the statement from his agent was strange because, like, first we get – the whole, you know, I'm erasing the cardinals from my social media. And, like, all right, I guess that's what the kids these days do, which is fine. <laughs> I just don't even know how anybody notices when people erase things from social media. But, hey, shout out credit to all of you that are sitting there all the time checking that because we love that. We love the content. But that was one thing. Then we get an actual formal statement where it becomes very obvious that the point of all of this has been that – The man wants an extension, and he wants to be paid, and it seems like he wants to be paid kind of where the market has set for these quarterbacks at something like $40 But to your point, Harry, it's Kyler Murray we're talking about. And I don't know, like, is Kyler – let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Is Kyler Murray an elite quarterback in the NFL? Is that crazy for me to ask? Like, is he he a first-tier quarterback? Uh, (laughs) First-tier? He he's a good quarterback and he he's a guy that can get the job done. Um I want to see him get better in a lot of areas though. 
because I think if he gets better in a lot of certain areas, I believe he can be elite. But I think some of the things that uh, mentally allow him not to be. Um, I think being a leader is one of the, the best traits you can have, not just in sports, but in business as well. Because when you can gather a lot of people and get them to be on one accord and show what your actions, the proper way, the positive way, not the negative way, I think that weighs a lot. That's why I'm, I'm all, I will always be a high on a guy like Russell Wilson because you're never going to see Russell Wilson or a lot of these other quarterbacks pointing the finger. You look at Joe Burrow. Look at all the times that Joe Burrow got sacked in the playoffs. Never once did you see him frown on – make a put a frown on his face, yelling at his teammates, anything like that. He still had belief in everybody, and the team feeds off energy. And I just, I just think that's an area that Kyler Murray has to grow. Now, I do believe Kyler Murray is the toughest player in the National Football League to tackle because he's so fast and quick and shifty. He's already small, so you can't really see him. Now, I do believe that he can get better um, throwing the football. Does he have an arm? Yes, but like Keyshawn Johnson always says, he don't want Mighty Mouse throwing him the football. He can't even see him over the offensive lineman. So there's areas he can get better. I do believe their offense, uh, offensive identity can be better. But if I'm Kyler Murray in year three, you should be able to go in there and talk to people about, hey, I want to do A, B, C, and D. And one of the things I've seen from the Arizona Cardinals football team throughout the season, especially late, and I think this is why they had uh, the decrease in success, is – I don't see – I see things the same as, as week one, and you can't be like that because teams get better throughout the season. But every team except the Arizona Cardinals – I won't say every team, but a lot of teams except the Arizona Cardinals. And that's why you've seen uh, the, the deficiency in play late in the year in 2020, and then you've seen it in 2021. He's so small, you can't even see him. I mean, only a former <laughs> player can do that, man, like that. And, of course, Harry Douglas is a former player. It's been a long time in the NFL with the Falcons and the Titans – so, Harry, from the player perspective then around the league, what do you think the reaction is? I mean, I know that I understand that players, like, typically, you know, you're not worried about somebody else's pocket, and that's not yeah. really your concern. And so maybe they're cool with this, but this has played out really publicly. So if you're one of Kyler's teammates, how are you looking at Kyler Murray with this situation right now? I, I realize it's only March. I'll say first it's, it's going to be how's he, how how's he perceived in the locker room. And I may know a little bit more because I know a little bit more people over on that side than, than the common folk may know. But um, I, it's, a, it, it's question. It's question across the board. And I think that's an area that Callum Murray has to get better at. Because remember we had the incident with Chandler Jones, right? Chandler Jones said, you know what, I'm unfollowing Callum Murray because he don't want to follow me back on social media. Something so small like that, uh, a leader, you listen, follow your teammate. When I play with guys and star players, I mean, listen, we followed each other in that whole nine. You're the quarterback, man. If Chandler Jones, who your best defensive end, who's rushing, uh, linebacker defensive end type, if he follows you, follow him back. It's not hard. I mean, he's Just hit young, the button. though, right? Like, Kyler Murray's only 24. And I made the joke about, you know, kids these days and this is what they do. I mean, it is a slightly different generation than even you were playing in, right? So oh, I yes. So I don't uh, – oh, you, yes. said, you said that with such judgment in your voice. Um, oh, yes. Kids these days, get off my lawn. But, I mean, that's a little bit of what it's like. And in the landscape of 24-year-olds, that's kind of just a Tuesday as a 24-year-old, whether you're following somebody or unfollowing somebody or deleting a team off your social media. I never know how much to read into any of that. But 
you can't not read into the formal statement from his agent. And I know they said, we're committed to the Cardinals. We want to be a Cardinal. But it came with a huge but. Like, but we want to be paid. And if he's not paid, now we're hearing from Diana Rossini, our own ESPN NFL reporter. She was on NFL Live, and she actually said that demanding a trade might not even be off the table. Really, pretty much to sum this up, Kyler Murray's camp at this point they put the Arizona Cardinals on notice saying, we want commitment and we want this to go down over the next few weeks. And they're not going to be very patient with this. And you have to figure, guys, the next Wait. step, because the only card they have is to ask for a trade. And that's something that's going to wind up happening if they don't get what they want from the Cardinals. Harry, it's March. Like, it's yeah. March. And I mean, we haven't taken one second break from the drama in the NFL. I mean, this is becoming like the year-round, you know, drama sport, like how the NBA is in the offseason as well. And I'm here for it, but I'm surprised in March we are talking already about demanding trades and from a quarterback like Kyler Murray, which to your point, you know, he hasn't actually won anything significant and even we, we all think he has a bright future. Amber, listen to me. Kyler Murray can't piggyback off of baseball. It's a damn lockout. You can't go play baseball. It's a lockout. So a here's, here's what somebody His fallback tweeted. fallback plan isn't looking yeah. like such a good plan right now. Here's what somebody tweeted me and Canty yesterday. They was like, you know what? I trade him to Houston for Deshaun Watson. I said, oh, Lord, don't punish him like that. I said, you want to punish him that way and send him to Houston? But when you look at teams that can actually, you know, use a guy like a Kyler Murray, I already said the Miami Dolphins and the things that they love to do uh, with Mike McDaniel coming over to be the head coach in the run game and the way they, they, they can use um, Jalen Waddle like they use Debo Samuel in San Francisco. Now just adding that dynamic to the backfield quarterback who can run would be good. The Indianapolis Colts, they need a quarterback. If they don't go to uh, – if they don't keep Carson Wentz, that's a route that they can go as well if they want to try to trade for a guy because I think they are a quarterback away from making a lot of noise. And he has the running game with Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. Can you imagine those two together? And then I look at the Washington Commanders. I almost said the football team. I got to get used to this, Amber. The Washington Commanders. Now, the thing about the Washington Commanders, you have Antonio Gibson. You have McKissick in the backfield. You have Terry uh, McLaurin. And you have Logan Thomas. But after that, you don't have anybody else weapon-wise. Curtis Samuel came over from Carolina, but he was hurt the entire year. They got to get more weapons in Washington. But then here's the last team. If the Denver Broncos can't get Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, hmm, let's go try to trade for a Kyler Murray because that team has some hell of an offensive weapons that any quarterback would love to play with. It feels like years ago that the Arizona Cardinals had the best record in the NFL, and that was just earlier <laughs> this past season. But, man, how the mighty have fallen now. Uh, and it seems like we are not done with this conversation. In fact, we might revisit it later in the show because a lot more to unpack with some of those potential trade destinations. I can't believe that's where we're at right now with the Kyler Murray situation. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful 
for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greenie today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greenie, G-R-E-E-N-Y. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Things got even uglier, Harry, yesterday for the Los Angeles Lakers. They fell... Uh, to the Mavs, 109-104. to That is the 10th defeat in the last 13 games for the Lakers. So things did not turn around at the All-Star break, even though we got all the drama from LeBron at the All-Star break. And honestly, I don't really know what the Lakers were supposed to do because he was sending all the, like, you know, we call it subtweeting. LeBron was doing like the <laughs> sub press conferencing, you know, where he was like sending all the messages and he'd been doing that for the couple weeks leading up to the all-star break as well. And I kept thinking, what's the point of this now? Because there's nothing that front office can do now. That trade deadline had already passed. I understand it seems like there was a disconnect between LeBron and Rob Blinka and the rest of that front office in terms of what the plan at least the thought of the plan was supposed to be uh, heading into that trade deadline. No movement happened. And then LeBron really voiced his discontent, made it obvious to all of us that he's not happy. We're going to even have a conversation, I'm sure, about LeBron's future here with the Lakers. But now that I'm sitting here and I've watched what's happened here with the Lakers since, Harry, I'm almost wondering of all of that, was LeBron kind of hedging to be like, yo, I'm doing everything I can. Like I am like even on my knee that appears to be bothering me. I'm still putting up, you know, unbelievable numbers every single night in my late thirties. I'm doing everything I can. I don't have the help. They didn't make the moves. Laker nation. When we don't make the playoffs ain't on me. Listen, Amber, I'm holding up a sign right now. You can see me. No one else can see me, but y'all can hear me. It says free LeBron, free LeBron. LeBron is doing everything. The man is third in, 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 in the NBA in score right now with 28.9 points a game, eight rebounds, six assists. LeBron is the same age as me. But I'm not going to mention my age on air. You thought I was going to well, tell now you my I age. Think we, now I think we all know, right? A he, quick little Google the, on that. Is, <laughs> he is the same age as me, and he has to do everything. When AD came over, it was a sense that, you know what? At some point, LeBron going to pass his team off to AD. AD is going to be able to take over. AD, soft as damn Charmin. He can't even stay on the court. And I can say that because I played a professional sport. So if I think a guy soft as Charmin, a guy soft as Charmin. Hey, let bygones be bygones. You bring Russell Westbrook over. You think he's going to be a key addition. They had a chance to get DeMar DeRozan. Wow, you really dropped the ball on that one. I blame that one on LeBron because LeBron wanted West. 
over DeMar DeRozan. But Westbrook, we've seen some of the games, late in games, he's been benched. He hasn't been effective. Westbrook Westbrook had 12 points last night. They lost to the Dallas damn Mavericks, Amber. When I look at the Dallas Mavericks roster, you know the only person I, I, I look on that team and say, you know what, that boy got game. That's Luka Doncic. Right. And then, don't get me wrong, Jalen Bronson, he could play too. He could play, he could play. You know, he got the family ties, he can play. But all he had over there is Luka. And you couldn't beat the Dallas Mavericks? I will tell you this, though, Amber. I don't think anybody's scared of LeBron James anymore. I really, really don't. You think, I really you think don't. we're done being scared of the greatest player of our generation? You didn't see what Jason Kidd did last night? Jason Kidd, who used to coach with LeBron in the Lakers, and Luka Doncic, you know what? He, he probably told Luka to do it, attack LeBron. We're going to attack him and pick and roll. We're going to attack him. LeBron couldn't stop him. They going right at LeBron now because they see he's the only warrior on that team. LeBron Carmelo. did put up. LeBron, yeah. well, I mean, LeBron put up 26 last night, 12 boards, five assists. He played 38 minutes. I mean, the man is still out there. He is still out there playing. But I mentioned it seems like his knee, you know, he has missed games this season. Mm-hmm. He's missed double-digit games this season. He has said, I'm not going to miss, you know, he has, it, he has certainly indicated he's not planning to miss more games. But, like, at some point here, if the wheels really fall off, Harry, I mean, I could even see a situation where LeBron's like, yo, I'm saving my body if we're not making the postseason, right, down the stretch. Because, to your point, even though I, you wanted the free LeBron sign and I made it for you, free LeBron, said by <laughs> Harry Douglas, by the way, I don't know if I'm on camp with that as much because, uh, yeah, there's the, there's the free LeBron sign. I don't know if I'm on board with that quite as much because I think LeBron brought a lot of this on himself. Like you mentioned, the Westbrook acquisition. I mean, that has LeBron's fingerprints all over over it but at the same time I do agree LeBron's doing everything he can right now so the losing's not on him maybe some of those uh, front office moves that he signed off on weren't so great now I'll tell you one of the things that in doing what what Luca did last night and put LeBron in that pick and roll and making him defend late in games and games where he has to do so much it's taking his legs away from him late in games so he can't be as efficient as he probably wants to be Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Plus. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.